We're out in the sea, I'm Ash, and we've got Ryan in the studio as always. Yes, we're back. Um, that was my favourite Christmas song ever. And I thought you were a Christmas humbug. I am a, I am a total Christmas humbug. I hate Christmas, but that is my, one of my favourite Christmas songs, because you hear that song everywhere. If you don't hate that song by November 10th, there's something not right with you, because that plays everywhere. Doesn't it though? Yeah, it does. I'll completely and utterly. Like, what do you think? Like, Christmas for us. The reason why we're talking about Christmas is because it is probably a massive time for the LGBT community. Um, the reason there's so much focus put on it for the LGBT community is obviously a lot of them have come out. A lot of our community doesn't um, necessarily speak to to family members, and it's a really difficult time for them. And it's said that this will be one of the biggest periods in the year where the LGBT community will feel the most lonely. Um, so what's your view on Christmas? I love Christmas. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I love Christmas. I love uh, Christmas so much. But then again, I've got this massive thing about lights. So to oh, me, it's yeah. the to me it's the most perfect time of the year because I can get away with putting up shit the lights and no one can say anything. I just I'm not a massive fan of Christmas simply because I think it it puts pressure on people and puts stress on people. And for me, it's just a time where I think about everybody, you know, everybody in my family who's not here anymore. That's why it gets me a bit down. I love winter as a season because everybody's miserable and it makes me really happy on cold mornings and stuff. No, it does. Like, this is no, it's no, my I'm thing. just, I'm just thinking cold hard. Well, um, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's true. I love, I love winter for that. But Christmas just gets on me, gets on me nerves a bit. Christmas is overrated. Let's face it. It is overrated. New Year. On the other hand, I do enjoy New Year. So I'm the complete polar opposite because I hate New Year because I never know how to actually bring it in properly so that I get a decent See, year. I'm not, I don't love it because of that. I just love it because it's a fresh start. I'm not. I'm, I don't love it because I get to stay up until one minute past twelve. That doesn't bother me. But I do love it in the sense of it's something brand new. It's it's starting afresh. Yeah, but the thing is, like, when you, when it comes to starting afresh, you've got to think how would you like to start the New Year off? Do you know what I mean? You've got to think how do you want the the because for someone like me, I think that New Year's one of the, one of the cases where if you don't start it right, it just snowballs into a disaster by February, March time. <laughs> it's all about how you go into it, though. If you you know if you set exactly. on New Year's Eve and you look back over the year and say, do you know what, I really hated this. I want to do this different next year. I think it doesn't matter whether <laughs> the first day goes wrong. You can still win along the line. True. And New True. Year's resolutions. I don't do them. Oh, I disagree with them. No, I disagree with Why them. Why do you disagree with them? Um, because if you're gonna change, make a change. Just don't but some people wait need, until the end of the year. I know, ago. but some people need a focus point. They need a point to say on this date something's gonna change and, and New Year's acts like that for some so you you don't do New Year's resolutions. No, not at all. None at all. None at That's all. That's re- I, I didn't think you'd be like that. I thought you would have like a list. <laughs> Oh no, no, hello. I go through the year thinking this is what I'm going to change about myself, and I just do it. I don't wait for a fresh start. I just come in and I just do it, and I get the changes over and done with there and then. Instead of waiting until the new year and going right, well, I don't like this about myself, and I don't like this because let's face it, New Year's all about self-reflection. It's reflecting on the year that you've had and seeing how you'd like to change yourself for the next one. 
seen you guys just about finishing off all the like Christmas chocolate that you got. I've already broken into some of my Christmas chocolate. I've already way past that point. Yeah. <laughs> I've broken into I've so broke many. I've broken into my Christmas gin and I've broken into my Christmas chocolate, which is what it's all about. So you haven't bought any alcohol for Christmas yet? Um, I still have because I went through a phase where I didn't drink so I've still got all the alcohol that I was bought last year so about two bottles of gin that I'm only just starting well then that's okay then that's yeah. not like you've cracked up and no. this Christmas like well you... I did buy one bottle of Christmas gin but like it was special Christmas gin and I have cracked that open Christmas it is the season the season to get <laughs> drunk and be merry and yes. be bright yes 100% um, it's about the only time of the year that I actually see you perk up and actually become a nice person it's because it's cold and dark and miserable so everybody else is miserable and so you're feeding off that yeah I feed off that and we get an extra hour in bed for the, because the clocks go back or forwards back Back. gets darker yeah dark nights means naps I can have like a tea time nap because it starts getting dark about like five I have mm. a little nap wake up watch Holly Oaks and like that is yeah that is my perfect winter that sounds really sad doesn't it do you know what my perfect winter was what? last year when I had like the, the massive huge Christmas tree that came out into the middle I of my do, room yeah, I do like a big Christmas tree and then, I think that feels really festive and then like a nice warm fight to sit by and just yeah Drink gin and be merry and... See, I just want to go away for Christmas next year. I want to go on holiday for it. I actually want to go away for Christmas and not come back until the new year, <laughs> so I could just... See, I'd like to be home for New Year, but Christmas I'm not that bothered about. New Year, me, I think, is more magical when you go to all the places and you see how they bring in the New Year. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's face it, I've watched Big Ben every year since. Oh, I like watching Big Ben. I, I like was... the fireworks. I'd love to do that one year, actually. Mm. New Year in London or New Year in, in Scotland for Hogmanay. That would be so good. Except Scotland's like a different climate. Like yeah, I, need, I, think, I, need I think we'd thermals. have to. Go, I think we'd have to go to London. Just, yeah, just for just, the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is time quite nicely because we're doing the Christmas show, and this is our last show of season one. Everyone cry now. I know it's <laughs> gone. Like, yeah. It's gone so quick. We we aren't back next week. Um, Ash is. This is the last show that I'll be doing with Ash for season one. Next week I'm here um, with a documentary about uh, Stonewall. So 2019 marks 50 years since the Stonewall riots, and I'll be doing a documentary about that. Ash is in that documentary, but you won't hear us together live until season two, which comes in January. So it's not long to wait. We're going to have a couple of weeks off, a long extended holiday, and then we're going to get straight back in to season two. What I am curious to see, though, really, is, Ash, have you learned anything during season one? Because I've learned quite a bit. I have. I've learned quite a bit about you, quite a bit about Pride, yeah. quite a bit about Christmas with ga- the gays. I mean, for me, it's changed my opinion on a lot of things. <laughs> so I'm. we talked about age um, in season, sorry, in episode three, um, and it has, that's changed my opinion. I'm not that bothered about hiding my age anymore. And I kind of noticed that it when, doesn't, I seen, yeah. when I seen on Snapchat the fact that the, like, the day of your birthday you actually put your age on. I did, I put 25 and fabulous and I am. And I actually knew <laughs> you had a heart attack. I, yeah, I, because we talked about we talked about our personalities and, and how we are outside of the studio. And I, you know, I said that I try and own it yeah. in whatever I do. And, and so it just seemed strange that I wasn't owning the fact that I could be 25 and, and still feel young and be young and not be bothered about it. Well, and as young as you feel. my proudest moment of the whole series is, though, that I got you to watch King Cobra. Oh, my God, that was not nice. That you watched oh. King Cobra, that is such a good I, film. I'm still having, like, nightmares from it that It was film. fantastic. I loved it. I've ordered it on DVD for Christmas. Brilliant. It's a good job I didn't go out and buy it for Christmas, then. Yeah, I bought that for Christmas. I've also ordered the pass. But I haven't seen that yet. That wasn't... I don't know if that's filth. But King Cobra, yeah, you you no, were the adamant. Pass, the pass isn't filth because I've seen it. And it you was on were my adamant that King Cobra was filth. Have it, you changed your mind? 
it wasn't complete filth, but because they, during the film he sent me a message saying you've basically just made me watch porn. Yeah, at the beginning it was just like watching a porn on. Because the, suppo- the porn I, actors. Uh, yeah, they are porn actors. But yeah, that's my proudest moment, getting you to watch that film. My proudest moment was actually watching that and not actually throwing up. It was not that bad. Anything glory like that and where you can see blood and somebody being killed, usually I'm in the bathroom throwing up. I don't know. You've like just it. ruined the film. Well, you haven't ruined the film really because it's a true story. Yeah. So anybody who knows Brian Corrigan would already know that the director dies. But the thing is, I didn't say who died. I just said glory. You could have seen a cat get run over. And true. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> so really, you're the one that's just ruined it for everybody. No, but it's a true story. So if anybody who knew the story would already know that. Um, but yeah, if you've followed the series, if you've followed us, thank you for doing so. Um, you can continue to listen to the shows from um, the past season on um, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Facebook, our website, and podcast? the iTunes podcast app. What did I say? No, I, I just it just because normally you go SoundCloud, MixCloud, iPod podcast. Yeah, but yeah. we now have a website, then, so I had to include that. And then you kind of, then normally you go to the Facebook and then the website. And I'm mixing then... it up. It's the last show. I'm allowed to mix it up. If I can't do it now, I can't do it ever. Um, but yeah, head to the website, weareoutradio.co.uk. The Facebook page, just give us a search. Um, we are out in the city. It's at We Are Out Radio on Twitter, and We Are Out in the City on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, and the iTunes podcast app. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and have an amazing Christmas. Enjoy Christmas, guys, and we'll see you in the new year. The We Are Out in the City podcast has been brought to you thanks to the funding support given by The Inspired and Comic Relief's Loud and Proud Grants. The Inspired is the UK's leading volunteering charity for 14 to 25 years. It helps young people to make their mark on causes they care about, whilst learning new skills and talents along the way. They recognise that volunteering can help young people thrive and transform the communities they live in, and it teaches them vital skills. For more information on the work of The Inspired or the funding opportunities available from Comic Relief, visit theinspired.com. Merry Christmas.